All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, the latest installment of your favorite podcast. It's the Gallery ninety five. It's your boy Kevery. Um, yeah, it's a it, it's a calm Friday night. Um, it's just about eleven p.m. over here on the East Coast, and uh, I got my man in the building, uh, Michael. Yes, sir. AKA um, MK Ultra, AKA uh, Might Style Your Bitch, AKA. <laughs> um, I might make your uh, outfit too, to be honest. Uh, a, <laughs> a, yeah, a, 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 aka, um, might make your outfit, aka, your shorty's <laughs> favorite designer. Um, <laughs> yeah, it goes on and on and on. And on. Yeah, 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 man. So, uh, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Um, um, as a lot of you guys might know, um, there were some issues with the audio, um, on our first take, which was cool. Um, you know, because it kind of just leads to new opportunities and yep. uh, an opportunity to. Relink up um, and uh, yeah, just get the questions on on and popping. Um, and uh, first one, man, how are you? I've been good, man. Thanks for asking. It's been a it's been a good couple of weeks to be honest. Um, since the last time I remember, um, just from the last time we had the conversation, we talked just with schoolwork, learning more stuff. Um, last weekend I was actually in New York for the weekend. My uncle bought me ticket or bought us tickets to go watch. Uh, the Celtics and Brooklyn Nets game. Ooh, By the way, okay. uh, shout out D'Lo. He dropped like 20 points in the third quarter and yeah. snapped and helped them win. But then again, Kyrie wasn't playing. Yeah, so. oh, I was going to say shout out to my guy Kyrie, man. <laughs> nah, he wasn't playing, man. I, I peeped him, though, on the bench. I guess yeah. he was hurt. or They were just preserving you yeah. know, his health and stuff. Yeah, especially with the playoffs. Yep. But I've been good, man. And I, I'm actually really thankful for the opportunity that I was out there because it totally gave me like a brand new uh, vision. For St. Michael Studios and like the direction I want to go on for season one and season two, and um, it just came to me naturally, like while I was out there. But uh, yeah, so I've been really well, man. Semester's coming to an end, so I'm gonna have this summer, you know, popping off real soon. All right, all right. So let's just quick uh, just touch on New York real quick um, because it was a recent trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would just like to start by saying um, New New York is fucking awesome. For one of the things that that you mentioned, it kind of gives you new inspirations, mm-hmm. um, or if you just have an, an an inspiration, like you go to the city, it just kind of like makes you f- like like it opens up your eyes and just makes it yeah. seem a little bit more plausible. Like that, re- yeah. like that really is the city of dreams. Mm-hmm. Even though I know it's not called the city of dreams, but <laughs> still, like 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 chill, like it, like it really makes you feel like a bigger person. You know, it opens up. It kind of just opens up your mind and it shows you the bigger picture of what could be possible. You know, because when you're out here, it's like you see people trying to do it and you see them trying to pursue their dreams and stuff. But what you don't see is too much of the actual success stories and you don't see too much diversity and like being out there and just literally everybody you see walk by you is just like boom, boom, boom. Ever you look is just like lights and you just see so much activity going on and so much stores left and right down the block and all that stuff. And it just really kind of just shows you like, damn, I could really do this. This is possible, you know. And honestly, shout out to all the people in the valley. Y'all are great. Y'all are very artistic. Y'all are holding it down. Yes, sir. Um, but just like you said, there um, there are also a handful of people that you know don't exactly represent it correctly, and they kind of just like put on a front, and yeah. you know it's just kind of like corny. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like I'm sure that you know, you know, I'm sure there are corny niggas and corny bitches, you know, across the globe. Of course. But I, I, I don't know, at least for me, like, when I pull up to New York, it's just like, I don't know, it's just different energy. It's just like... Mm-hmm. 
everything is just so more authentic and it's out there. You know what I mean? Like the the authenticity is off the charts. It's like on another level. Like you really see people for who they really are. There's not as much of that front going on, not as much as that secret agenda going on. Yeah, exactly. They're just really out there. They tell you what they're about. You can see it. They walk it how they talk it. And there's not as much fraudulence out there. Yeah. The energy is real and it's reciprocated. You yeah, get the same facts. feel back that you give. And that's something that, you know, of course it's going to come along. I just think sometimes people, they want to succeed so bad that they tend to forget, like, yo, this is a collective thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, but it comes as it goes along. You know what I mean? As you get older and you really start to just mature. So it's all a matter of time. I just think New York has it quicker and faster because of the culture they have. Exactly, because, like, they just have so many different people to kind of jumpstart a, a new wave or a mm -hmm. different wave or whatever. Um, that's why I feel like it looked like they're so um, ahead of the curve. Shout out to all my New York niggas. Um, you know, they're, like, 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 <laughs> like not that they're, like, I, I wouldn't say just generally they're more creative or anything like that, but they're usually, like, generally just a little bit more ahead of the game or mm -hmm. ahead of the curve or they just have, you know, certain ideas that are just, like, oh, shit. Like on another level type. Yeah, of course. Um, so let's talk about one of your ideas that's coming to an end briefly. Um, let's talk about Wavy Davy clothing. Yeah, so um, started in, the idea of it started in the summer of 2016. Um, I mean, all this stuff really started happening when I got the job at Lehigh Valley Mall. Um, most people might not know. I remember that. You, yeah. you know, it's funny, like, a couple of days ago, I actually put the pieces together on, like, who you were. Mm -hmm. I, I remember you would, like, stop by the store and, like, just, like, say what up to us, like, Jesse yeah. and Nicky <laughs> and, you know, like, Dave and all of us and shit like that. He always had a recruiting, man. Like, David, man, shout out to him. You know, I see he's doing his thing. Hopefully, you know, yeah. his family and his family's doing well. But Yeah, facts. And I would have took the opportunity. I really would have if my kick game was up there at the time. I was like, I don't want to go in there wearing Vans and Converse Yo, and stuff. Yo, know, I man, like th that's like the biggest like misconception about like working at Foot Locker is that you need to like have this exquisite kick game or like you need to uh, like know so much about the game or be an OG. Like not at all, mm. not at all. It's just like because at least for me, I started there. Like I had like a, like my quote unquote like fresh sneakers, like my Foot Locker pair of sneakers. It was like a it was a pair of uh, New Balances, five mm -hmm. seven fours. I got them at like a um, at the outlets in Philly, um, at the New Balance store, and they were super tough. Like, don't get it wrong, it was a brown, navy, blue, and red combo. Ooh. Yeah, these motherfuckers oh, were. Yeah, these motherfuckers were smooth. <laughs> um, ten and a half. So um, I eventually got rid of them once I found out I was like an eleven and a half, twelve, or whatever. Mm. And, uh, and, and and yeah, and then just from working there, then of course the kick knowledge and the kick. Uh, game just grew and you know became you know this whole nother this whole nother ordeal it became you know a passion yeah. later on but yeah like a lot of people think like oh like I gotta just know it all when you go in there nah like you you learn shit like as you as you mm -hmm. go like with anything in life you just learn shit as you go with it you know so it was pretty cool but uh yeah so back to you but um so when I got the job uh at Abercrombie Kids that was my first time actually being in the mall. Um, I never really went to the mall beforehand because Bags. I wasn't really too much of a social person growing up. Okay. And I didn't really have the money. People, you know, I know people have like their parents give them, oh, twenty dollars here, go shopping. I didn't have that, so I really had no reason to go to the mall until I got the job there. And um, I would window shop a lot. I mean, minimum wage, your checks right. don't look too great, so you can't really shop yeah, a lot. Right. But I'll do a lot of window shopping, and Zoomies always caught my attention. And the brand yeah, Zoomies was fire. Like that changed the game. Like, like once they got to like 
the Lehigh Valley, that shit like changed the game for me as a skateboarder and just as someone that was like into clothing and shit like that. Because it kind of opened up the it kind of opened up the door for more freedom of the brands to come in, the brands that you're comfortable in, the brands that kind of mm. give off the vibe that you're looking for. And that wasn't something that no other store in the mall carried at all. Um, and the brand that actually inspired me was Rip and Dip. Oh, okay. That was the brand that inspired me. And the reason why it stuck out to me was because growing up, you see Polo, you see Tommy, you see Nautica, Nike, Jordan, Adidas. You know, you see all these brands that they almost seem impossible. Like you ask yourself, how the hell did they start this? Like, right. what? You know, Rip and Dip was just like, it was a cat and an alien just doing a bunch of random stuff. And it's just like, nah this can't be a brand like what like they're just doing a bunch of things even the way they were drawn were like in a sketchy way and i'm like this can't like no yeah and right I it looks like anybody could do this yeah and i'm like what and i and i looked around and like everyone was wearing it and i'm like wow people must like so i was like well damn i can go home and do that myself so mm. i like i went home and i sketched up the shock face and i'm like okay and i was actually supposed to come out with um wavy davy and supreme stan and there were going to be two different characters that would represent like the coastal culture for wavy davy and then right. the city culture for supreme stan i couldn't go through a supreme stan because supreme as we all know yeah, is a like trademark things, and yeah. they're very very protective of anything that they own and i tried to find words to replace supreme but i just couldn't now that we're just b briefly on supreme i actually recently just read that uh Supreme uh, owner uh, was James. I believe it's James Ebia. Yes, yeah. uh, he was. Um, he like finally spoke to the media about like the about like the uh, Supreme Supreme Italy, mm. um, which is like not his. Like it's not an actual Supreme store, <laughs> like at all. Um, but they sell, <laughs> but they sell like bootleg um, Supreme legally. Legally, wow. yeah. Um, that's, that's an interesting. Yeah, point. yeah, and I, yeah, and I was reading um, that Supreme Italy, you know, uh, can't be taken to court or anything like that because uh, it's international, and they got like the, they got like the, like the international okay in legal <laughs> terms uh, before the OG Supreme, you know, did reached out to them. Yeah, wow. so um, I. I <laughs> Yeah, so that's something that's gonna be like, a, I guess, a developing story, you know, because I'm sure For that, sure. yeah, because I'm sure that, they, that you know, like, they're gonna have to like eventually fight that shit and like, of course, pay like a huge sum of money to get like the right in, you know, yeah, wow. the, yeah, that, you know, that, across that, that's season a, that's shit. That's a journey I didn't want to go down. That was something I didn't want to have to deal with. Yeah, I man, mean, Is that's it? that's gonna develop too because Milan being a very big focus for fashion, when they have their fashion weeks out there. And you know the hype beasts that come from that region. That's gonna yeah. be like a really big story coming up. And and like apparently apparently like that store does very well. Like it's like yeah, like the hype beasts in Italy and in Europe like fuck with it. Or, I, mean, I would get it to resell. I mean, yeah. damn, I'm not gonna wear it myself. <laughs> shoot, depending on how the right. currency changes, I'll just go out yeah, there, right. come back out here, and you want Supreme Tea? Boom, got gotcha, you, bro. Yeah, word. I I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure, you know, like, certain niggas wouldn't want to wear it because it's, like, a bootleg <laughs> or whatever. But, yo, nigga, fuck it. Like, it's a cool like, collector. Yeah, like, so, just so real quick, um, I know we're kind of getting a little, like, off topic from Wavy Davy, but you're a fashion nigga. So, let's yeah. talk about some fashion. Of course. Um, How do you feel about Supreme, uh, or, or a lot, not Supreme, 
fuck Supreme off that. <laughs> um, about um, fakes versus bootlegs. Mm. Like, like where do you draw the line at that? You know, like what, what, what would make you like want to buy a bootleg? You know, mm. kind of like a Chinatown market. Yeah. You know how they be doing shit or like. Uh, I mean, I think it all depends on the market and the approach of the item. I think when you try to, when you purposely try to mimic it to make it replicated in a way, it's kind of like, mm, I think you try a little too hard to be yeah, honest. Yeah, like a little but sketchy, like the craftsmanship it, isn't there. Yeah, like, like, but like Chinatown Market, like when I saw their, um, when I saw their shirts that they released of like the Supreme Nike Gucci and all that stuff, or they actually had a designer shirt that had like, um, you know, like the, the Gucci bug and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they had like a bunch of that stuff on it. And I think when you approach it in that lighthearted sense, I think it's pretty dope because you're owning it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what I love about Chinatown Market is the name itself kind of just speaks on their actual craft. Like, yeah. everyone knows Chinatown to be the spot to get the bootlegs at, to get yeah. the fakes at. Well, you know, they actually, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the mantra for it is the spirit of Chinatown, something like that. Yeah. In that terms. And it's like they're owning it. Like we're just gonna go ahead. Like yeah, we're we're our own brands, but we're also gonna do like bootleg releases of other brands too. Yeah. And I think it's just in this generation right now. I think it comes to a point where people are finally starting to like realize it's the matter of how it looks versus over the brands. Like I'm slowly seeing that people are starting to care less and less about how much you pay for something or about the name of it. They just want to make sure it looks dope. Mm-hmm. And so that opens up the lane for a lot of brands to just do their own thing because it's like, okay, now you don't care if it's like if we're real or not. Okay, boom, we're just going to go ahead. Me personally, I wouldn't want to put that onto my clothing and my craft, but I mean, it's almost become like a norm, you know, Word. so Word. it's okay. Like, like I agree, bootlegs are fire. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with it like uh, 110% because like, Sometimes like it looks better than the actual shit, mm-hmm. you know, and you know at that point like hey, you know, like if it looks fire, like the bootleg Tommy pieces, you ever yeah, those like bootleg like, Tommy, like bootleg Nike, yeah. like but like that's a personal favorite. Swoosh gods over here, Jatu Sabana, <laughs> <laughs> or like bootleg guest tees and stuff like yeah, that. Word. It's like they be coming out dope and fire because sometimes they're literally stuff that someone made out of their own house and it just happened to get into a store. Yeah, and so it's exactly. pretty cool. Like you're owning a piece that some kid in Milwaukee probably made, and you don't know who it is, but it's dope because you got something that he made. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I'm I've never been a designer or have like had like that type of interest into like designing. But like, hey, if I had like the resources available now, I, I'd I'd probably you know put together some dope yeah. like Nike shit or like so some shit that and I, it's still I would there, have, bro. Like, don't 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 sleep know. one day. You can yeah, still facts. do it. Yeah, facts. Honestly, like we're young forever, so like, Hell yeah, never so like, old. yeah, like it, 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 it's something. Especially like with like this generation, you can always like find a way to do some to do some shit or do some like creative yep. shit. Like people always it's think, just so like, accepting now. Ideas are just out there. Creativity yeah. is just out there, and it's like you don't have to hide your creativity anymore. You just bring it out, and it's gonna find a way out there into the mainstream somehow. Especially with technology and media. Yeah. I mean, imagine the people back. Imagine the all the people who had ideas back then. If they had uh, the availability we have now. The the thing with that is like, a few of those people do have that uh, availability now, mm. and they're a little too close-minded about it. Mm. They don't necessarily want to learn, or they don't necessarily want to um, 
you don't create that that new thing or just get hip with the technology or whatever yeah. like <clears throat> lo- like i really think like our generation was born in the i don't want to say the perfect era because like nothing is perfect mm. but we were born in such a cool era where we'll be able to reminisce about vhs's and cd players and walkmans <laughs> and shit like that but we also have the ability to send somebody money in a matter of seconds through, uh, you know, a third-party app, mm. you know? Right, right in the crossover. Yeah, right. Like, 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 we're learning all the new shit that's coming out now, and we've already, like, experienced all the other shit. So, like, for the people that, like, only know one shit and now they're, like, a little older, like, I understand, like, you really don't want to learn a new shit. Like, you've already been living a certain life for so long, like why like yeah. l- like unless your kids are like really that good at teaching it to you and really like take that time to teach it to you which i'm not gonna lie a lot of a lot of people our age like really don't want to teach their parents or or you know don't have the time or yeah, whatever yeah. it is you know and i don't know i think it's cool like mm-hmm. the, the the place that we're at as human beings yeah um but back uh getting getting back up like wavy davy um so I couldn't go through with Supreme Stan, and I couldn't find a word to replace Supreme that flowed really good. So I was like, ah, you know, I'm not gonna just hold me back. Scratch that. I'll drop that. And I made Supreme Stan represent, uh, or Wavy Davy represent the entire culture instead of just a culture culture. And the first release was just the original Shockface. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was like 15 shirts. I saw them for $15 each. It wasn't a big release. I actually got like a checklist of everyone who was gonna buy a shirt before I even released it. Yeah. Um. And that's little pre-sale. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really work out. I had like maybe five people who didn't end up buying it, but it was cool because it opened up the door for some other people to buy some. Mm. And then Wave 1, 2, and 3 were all actual sketches that I like sketched out. Um, I would have brought them again today, but I brought them the first time around. I yeah. showed you like the sketches. Yeah. So Wave 2 was false media, and I had a lot of people that were like, like I think even my own pops, he was like, when he, when he got it, um, he was telling me, he was like, is this like an anti-Trump thing? Cause I don't want to wear something that has like any like political messages on it. <laughs> Cause at the time, that's when Trump was getting into office and he had like the false media, yeah. Fox, and the news. And I was like, uh, no. I was like, it's more like just false media in general. Like people live a yeah. different life on Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff than in person. But it kind of fell with that, you know, the fake news kind of thing. So. It kind of just had everything under one scope. Yeah. Um, and then wave three was higher thinking, and for that one it was dope because I actually revisited my uh, my middle school at Harrison Morin, and um, man, the middle school was some rough years, bro. I'm not gonna lie, like if people like the people that know me now, I tell them like how I was back in middle school, and they they don't know how to believe it. Like I was suspended, I think three times. I actually fought a girl. I'm not wow. proud of it. I'm not proud of it. Did you win? <laughs> Did you fuck that bitch up? Did Listen. you fuck that hoe up? That's all I got to ask. what happened, okay? I was in science class, and at the time, I didn't know. Like, maybe she was going through a moody day. Like, we don't okay. have the knowledge yeah, right. of girls that now that we have back then, you know? Right. And we're actually friends. Like, we were cool, and I just pissed her off somehow for some reason that day. And she threw a science textbook at my face. Now, we all know how thick those books yeah. are. Yeah, now that's a fight. And I just blacked out, and I swung it. at her a few times, and I, yeah, no, I that, 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 that was it. <laughs> I, I, I do not condone No, I don't. <laughs> uh, you know, violence against women if you're a man. But if you're going to throw a whole textbook at me, like... 
Nah, Especially chill. at that age. I mean, now nah, I wouldn't handle it differently. Nah, I'm smacking shit out like, you too. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I'm sorry. You know? I mean, you know, you just gotta treat people how you want to be treated. You never know yeah. how someone's gonna react. So exactly. Yeah. But yeah, middle school was was pretty. If anybody gets a, f- yeah. yo, e- either those <laughs> or the fucking like literature textbooks that we would get, like like the ones that we'd get in the English class. Everybody knows which ones I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm sure all all, all of us had <laughs> had the same ones. Um, if you went to the Allentown School District, at they least they just recycled them. Just like, next year, okay, here. Yeah, yo, yo, facts. And then like th- they eventually like donated them to like poor school districts. Yeah, like <laughs> they kept on going down the ladder. Yeah, like that's what like Parkland was reading in like '05, <laughs> and then like they slowly like made their way like to us when we were like in fucking <laughs> in, in fucking elementary school or whatever. Or, just passed that shit down. They didn't care, man. But um, yeah. Yeah, so middle school was actually, like, I wasn't really the best person in middle school. Um, and so wave three was higher thinking. So it was messaged that thinking higher than your surroundings and just being above the situation. And so I took advantage of revisiting my old middle school and having the photo shoot there. I ended up getting kicked out by a security guard because, like, we weren't students. But it was pretty cool walking through the hallways again, the purple and gold of Harrison Warren. And then wave four was where everything kind of changed. I like to credit wave four for being... I mean, if it wasn't for Wave 4, I don't even, like, Wave 5 wouldn't have came out, and the idea for St. Michael's wouldn't have ever came out. Right. Because it was when I had a shifting in the way I thought of the way I could do releases. Um, Wave 4 was supposed to be a t-shirt that showed the steps to creating something. It was going to be imagination, uh, innovation, and then creation. It was going to be those three simple words just embroidered on a shirt, and when I was marketing and advertising and like promoting it, I was putting up definitions of the three words. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, thanks to Google, man, like <laughs> I searched Shout up creation Google. and on, you know, every time you search up a word, you get like images on the side of your search engine. Yeah. And I saw an image of, you know, Jesus created man. <laughs> and I was like, that's a, Hold <laughs> that's a very like specific thing to like get mentioned Bro, on like it was oh so yeah weird. yeah like we're... literally I just put up creation and that image popped up and I'm just like oh, okay. I could do that instead like what and so I like I ditched the idea to just do the three words which some people were looking forward to that but nah man I wanted to go through with what I had and so you know I was I, I was looking at the image and I'm like hold up like no brand ever focused on like the story of man being made like no one ever did that like showcasing man coming out of the dirt and stuff like that and i was like yo like this would be a hit with Mm -hmm. the nice message on the back of the shirt and that's what i ended up doing and it was at that release that i kind of was like yo i want to make deeper message like i want to have my clothes have like a deeper message to it i don't want to do these little sketchy things anymore it was cool but i grew right there's always a time where you as a person grow and then mm-hmm. if you're if you're someone that has a brand or that has an idea your idea then has to grow with you exactly you know? it has to elevate and um a shout out to my boy geza oh yeah he shout was, out geza. Uh, he, he was probably like i mean i had the photo shoot for it and those photos came out fire but of course like you know with the with the professional eye of uh him and his fiance lucy they were able to like redo another photo shoot for it and just it came out spectacular mm-hmm. so that was an amazing opportunity i was humbled to work with them for that and then the re-release dropped. It was in red, bigger imaging, bigger messaging in the back. Okay. And then Wave Five came around, and I remember talking to Geza and Lucy about Wave Five because I actually get I got the idea down for it after the photo shoot. We were in a pizzeria, okay. 
And, you know, Gazer was like, okay, bro, so what's next? Like, what you got next? You know, you got the next deal going? And I was like, yeah, of course, man. So I was like, I want to do a story. I want to showcase something that kind of captures growth from one stage life to another. And that was, I want to say, let's see, in January, February, that was probably in May, the ending of May. I got the idea for it down. Okay, so it was a year ago. Yeah, it was yeah, it was about a year ago. I, I got the idea forty five down, and then I didn't release it until like Oct- October tenth. So it was like you're looking at like six, seven months of just creating because I had the photography, I had to capture for it, right. and then I had the message. I had to make sure I got out. I put up so much promoting for it. I mean, I actually just went to like an Instagram cleaning to clean out to get ready for the ending of it mm. and i'm like damn bro we got like 60 pictures up just to promote wave five like it was a long process but it sold out in a week so it was totally worth it and my goal is never to sell out but just to see within a week all your stuff oh, be yeah. gone if you waited half a year yeah right yeah right it always feels good you yeah. know it's kind of like oh they they really fucked with it yeah it was it, it was satisfaction to get back and then i kept it going i was like okay i'm gonna do a black friday release and you have your ups and downs. The Black Friday release, I thought, was a really creative one. But I think because of the lack of time I gave to promote the item, it didn't really sell too well. It sold, but it could have sold better. Right. Um, and then at this recent event that I was at, Soho to the Valley, yeah. shout out Overnight and shout out Will for putting yeah. that together and all the DJs who popped out and stuff. Where's shout out Will. Yeah, uh, that was a good event. Yeah, we're shout out Overnight. It was a dope event. Uh, um, honestly, I, I'm glad everybody there seemed like they had a good time like it was a very just dope event good good people good brands around yeah Yeah. shout out my boy raul with nomade clothing oh yeah we're um shout out new um if if you haven't already go check out um the space station podcast um hosted by uh lamar spacely on instagram uh he's doing his thing out there Um, yeah so and um that was I had the re-release of Waves 4 and 5 in spring colors, mm-hmm. in baby blue and in yellow at that event. And I also did like custom uh, distressed dad caps with the tag in the back of the hat. And then, you know, I had to start getting ready to wrap it up. You know, I had the idea for another brand for a while. I, cause I, I saw my ideas were getting deeper. But I knew, I said to myself, like, I'm going to need a new platform for this because I had people like, asking me for, like, a redrop of Wave 1, 2, and 3 and stuff. Right. And I'm just like, but I don't want to go back there. I want to keep it going. And I knew that if I would have kept my, my ideas getting deeper, I would need a new platform because people wouldn't be able to affiliate. They'd be like, no, that's not Wave Davey. I don't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Right. And so I knew I had to do another brand, but I didn't know what to name it. And I like things to come to me naturally. I have never one time sat down and actually said, okay, what's the next idea going to be? I'm just, I go about my day. I just live life. Yeah, and, and what ideas. comes to you and like sticks, like that's what yeah, comes to sticks. That's, yeah, that's, that, you know, that's the best way to do it because you keep it natural. And so I recently came across this brand called All Saints. Amazing quality, um, like designer brand, but their prices are a lot more reasonable than like Gucci and Louis and Prada and all right. that stuff. And I just fell in love with it. So I got a couple of the pieces now. Their jeans are actually really, really comfortable as well. And um, I was like, when I get a whole outfit by them, I want to do a photo shoot. And the title, the caption is going to be St. Michael's. Okay. And I'm just like, 
Wait, hold up. <laughs> I, I was like, reread Daddy Head again? And I was like, St. Michael's, like, that's dope as hell. Right, it flows, it sticks. Exactly. And so that was the idea for it. I was like, that's going to be the name of your new brand. And it was going to be St. Michael's Clothing up until my uh, trip to New York. I was just hit with like a, like a totally different idea. Um, I've always kind of had a liking for photography. But it wasn't until I was out there, like, capturing the streets, the avenues, the buildings, all that stuff. And I'm editing them on the subway back to my uncle's house. And I was like, yo, you should use these for, like, you know, St. Michael's. Like, you should use this photography for some releases. Right. And, you know, the the release could be a letter to New York, you know, kind of like a release dedicated to the photography of New York. Like, if someone never heard of it. I want this release to showcase the best of New York and kind of give them a good feel for what it is. Right. And I was like, well, if you're going to start adding, like, photography into this stuff and making them more hands-on, like, you should probably change it to, like, another name. And St. Michael Studios came into my head. You know, the idea of the page being more than just a clothing page and the brand being more than just a clothing brand, but an actual art page showcasing, you know, I want to get painting in there, you know, photography, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that it flowed smoother. Yeah, right. Yo, and and honestly, like at least with with me and Gago, that's kind of the same direction that we wanted to like like take with the gallery. Mm. You know, it was to showcase at first our own artwork and our own imaging, mm-hmm. and then it turned into like, yo, let's sh- let's show other people's artwork. Yo, let's kind of like use our voices, like let let's really create like a platform exactly for ourselves, and then you know, boom. The gallery was born, and and I, I'm sure that there was like some some new New York influences. So of course, so that's I what I first like thought about <laughs> when I saw when I was, yeah. I was looking. I was like, "Yo, this kind of reminds me of like New York." So, but I think it's because um, you guys kind of had that vibe in your writing, you know. Yeah, so facts. it's gonna bleed through into the work naturally. Yeah, facts. It it it's one of those things that where we felt it was organic for the both of us mm. like, like like it spoke from both of us where as opposed to like certain ideas that we've had before that we've tried to include each other in on that 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 might have worked but you know it, it, it it's different like having a Kevin Acevedo project and then like trying to add Geigel to it whereas Gallery 95 was like a Yo, Geigle and Kevin, I right, boom, we're gonna work on this together and we're gonna make this shit flourish. Yeah. And and hey man, it's like, been going good too, bro. Yeah, I've been getting some really dope shots in there. Um, I believe I follow. I actually followed someone through your uh, uh through that. Oh yeah. Um, a photographer. Um, I know the IG name is T Ford. Oh um, oh yo, really shout out fucking Tyler. <laughs> yo, shout out Tyler. Oh. Yo, shout like yeah, shout out my man Tyler. Yo, like now now I'm gonna have to send this shit to him personally. Now that we're yeah, angels, that's bro. my fucking dude right there. Yeah. I, it's funny because I've never met him personally yet, but um, he was actually our very first feature on the gallery. What? Our very, 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 very first feature. Like we brought the idea up to him, and he was like, "Yeah, like, bro, like we, like, like I really fuck with y'all, and like, which I got going mm. on." And then he's just always just kind of been like, just one of the, like those dope Instagram followers that just knows how to interact and like isn't too like isn't too fanish like mm. l- 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 like as far as like 
he shows love, but he doesn't make like like that fan type of love. Like a lot of niggas on Instagram yeah. like look like fans sometimes. Yeah. Especially like when you've never met them before. And they just blowing up your whole feed. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I kind of like, appreciate it, but yeah, yeah, it's like I appreciate it, but chill. But now, nah, like with him, like, he's a real dope, dope dude. I, I actually spoke to him last week. Me and him got um, well, like him and his boy got something in the works, and they're like, okay, yeah, trying to put me on to it. So. We'll see how that goes. I'm about to keep an eye out for that, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And since we actually, you know, doing a little uh, moment of name dropping. Um, yeah, we're a shout out to shout you out. Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be shining a couple people out. Um, I have a couple of projects lined up to showcase the ending of Wavy Davy. Um, the first one is gonna be uh, well, two of them are actually gonna be happening after the Easter 2019 release, which I'm getting ready. It's gonna be a two-part release. It's gonna release on the same day, but it's gonna be two different sets of shirts, 10 and 10. Okay. One of them is gonna be showcasing imagery of the crucifixion, and the other one is gonna be showcasing the uh, imagery of the resurrection, because I think a lot of people around Easter, of course, Easter Sunday, you wanna remember the good part, him All coming right. back to life, but it's like, hold up, my, like, my boy had to die first, you know what I mean? Like, we kinda <laughs> overlooked that part uh, a lot, you know? And so uh, I was like, we gotta focus on that and then talk about it, and, um. The little secret I was gonna hold out the other part was it's gonna showcase the crucifixion kind of in the way of me ending Wavy Davy. Okay. It's dying, I'm putting it to rest. And then when I bring it back to life, it's gonna come back to life as uh as Saint Michael Studios. And so that was kinda like the subtle hint that I wanted to add in it too. Like if you're able to just put like, you know, put them two together, you'll see that. Um and I have a couple friends lined up. Shout out to Veronica Mars. Okay. I came across her through a good friend of mine, Jody Bell, um, someone I met through my fashion classes. And she's actually going to be the person that, um, you know, is going to be capturing this through photography and stuff like that. And I do have a project lined up to showcase a little more in detail of what St. Michael's is going to be. Um, it's okay. actually going to be showcasing me making the sample shorts in person. And so shout out to her. Shout out to Gaza. Shout out to Jody Bell. Um, so you take a couple of opportunities to shout out all my boys who, you know, inspire me, my boy Noel, Jordy, and all those guys out there, my boy Jamel, um, anyone who's been, uh, someone, a supporter from day one, really big shout out to them. Shout out to my homie Nashla out in, uh, Dallas. She's actually going to be dropping some really good heat soon, some great content she's going to be coming out with. And there's just a lot of dope individuals that I think people need to meet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But... Getting back to St. Michael's too, with um, with season one, it's gonna be called a, C, uh, a letter to New York, and the pieces are gonna be influenced by me. I am gonna be doing a lot of deconstructing and reconstructing with my own materials and stuff like that, which was something that I was a little afraid of at first. But I was like, nah, bro, you gotta go out and do it. Just test it out. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to school for this Tron error, you know? Facts. And then I'm like. I was on the bus actually, okay? I'm on the bus headed to work. And I don't know why. Now, I'm laughing because, like, when I tell people the ideas just pop into my head, it's like crazy. And I'm headed to work. And out of nowhere, I'm thinking, okay, I let us New York. I let us New York. New York, New York, New York. And I'm like, hold up. I love New York. Like, the iconic I love New York t shirts. Like, that does not get any more, you know, NYC than that right there. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to be doing the sample drop, a couple samples uh, released in the summertime. And one of them is going to be the I love New York shirts. And on the back, it's going to showcase one of the photos. I haven't showcased it on social media, I have it in the vault. 
but one of the photos that I captured from the weekend in New York and above that it's gonna say I love St. Michael's mm, okay and so that's gonna be the shirt release the sample one I'm doing and then I had the idea to do bandana hats because you know a lot of people when they look at bandanas they think right away gang affiliation repping your colors yeah. but it's like it's more than that it's a clothing accessory and I feel like you need to bring it back to what it's meant for um, really, really inspired by Mike Amiri and what he does with like his bandana jeans, the bandana uh, strap Chelsea boots. Like that's so crazy. I'm like, I want to do something like that. And so at first it was gonna be an idea to sew the bandanas closed overneath the caps and then have them tied, kind of similar to how I'm wearing mine's right now. Yeah. But then I thought of another New York staple, New uh, York Yankees cap. Yeah, bro. I- <laughs> Um, if you haven't listened to the New Yorker podcast, please do. We have already stated that the Yankee fitted is the greatest <laughs> hat of all time. No debate. Of all time. Yeah, yeah. There's no debate coming out of here. Uh, runner up, but it's not close, is the Oakland A's fitted. Mm. But, um, yeah. the, the, the Yankee fitted is iconic, fashionable, everything else in between. You could dress it up or you could dress it down, depending yeah. on how you know how to put a fit together. Yep, exactly. You can obviously, you know, win a, a championship or 27 of them. <laughs> but, like, who's counting? <laughs> no one's keeping track, uh, yeah. man. Um, and so I'm going to be getting the New York Yankees snapbacks, and I'm going to be sewing the bandana material on the brim of it, actually. And so I want people to keep an eye out for that. Um, those are going to be two sample releases along with the summer shorts. It's going to be real tree camo on the outside, on the inside, a uh, nice black and red plaid interior with a drawstring okay. for a belt loop. I'm going to be doing, those are going to be the three sample releases I'm doing. And I have another special one that I'm not going to announce yet. I'll probably announce it down the line a little bit more. Okay. And then the actual season is going to be releasing, um, I've had it planned winter of 2020 i don't know my birthday is november 30th so depending on how i'm feeling i might do like you know a month early release but yes that's going to be season one for st michael's a letter to new york okay all right all right man that's uh, that's definitely uh something to look forward to um you know i've uh i i haven't copped anything from the wavy davy collection uh, especially now hearing about the St. Michael's yeah. uh, cl- clothing, you know, just from like Instagram and just like from chopping it up with you beforehand. Um, but yeah, it seems like that's definitely like headed in like the right direction. It seems mm-hmm. like you definitely have like like your mindset and like yeah. and like that's number one. Of like, course, you have to have the vision set down first, you know. Yeah, because I then, think like, that's the hardest part for some people. Yeah, because w- without that part, it's kind of like, all right, well, what am I doing? Mm. Like. You know, so I like where the vision is. I like where the vision is headed. I re- I really think uh, St. Michael's clothing um, or St. Michael's Studios um, is gonna be like on point. You know. Thank you. You know, I'm expecting uh, big things. Thank you, man. And actually, uh, it's actually funny because with season two, <laughs> I'll actually be flying to LA for that because season two is gonna be a letter to LA, and uh, okay. I'm gonna fly out there for a couple weeks same thing capture a bunch of photography study what's popular out there get maybe one or two stable pieces out there um to bring back home and kind of use inspiration for the for season two okay and so i'm looking forward to both of these man just as much as the people are yeah facts um it is about that time to wrap it up um any closing 
uh, statements or anything like that? I would just say stay tuned for Easter 19. It's going to be your last chance to own anything new from Wavy Davy clothing before I end it. Um, it is going to be a two-part release. Even the tags that I, and I put it on my story, even the tags themselves are going to you know, showcase uh, the need to have both of them. So if you are someone that's into collecting stuff, this is definitely an opportunity to just collect two pieces for, you know, a really good price before I end off, you know, that storyline. Okay. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Um so let's just say in a perfect world that you controlled, um Ooh. where could we find you at on social media? See, I'm actually gonna go ahead and pull it up because I'm not even gonna lie, my own name kinda confuses me at times. Okay, boom. So my IG is underscore MK dot ultra. And in the bio, you'll see both the accounts for Wavy Davy Clothing and for St. Michael Studios. Again, that is underscore MK dot ultra. And my email and my phone number is also there if you want to reach out to me. Link in bio, bitch. Yes, sir. So, you know, you can just click on that and give it a follow too yeah we're, yeah we're <laughs> ain't no confusion ain't yeah no confusion. yeah we're never forget to follow um y'all already know me kev underscore ery that's instagram and twitter um all the gallery 95 um stuff is linked in my bio yes, Everything sir, we, we link, link stuff yes we link stuff <laughs> in the bio we link stuff when we drop the podcast we link stuff when we drop new releases we drop Man, we link every Everything's everything. Link up, link up. Yeah, link up, link up. Chains up, link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Want to give a quick shout out to everybody that uh, has been listening so far. We have officially hit 500 uh, plays uh, since we've switched to Anchor. How does that feel, bro? Super. Uh, honestly, bro, it's such an amazing feeling, bro. Like, I one, I would have never thought that people would one want to listen to me or to the people that I bring on board. Which hey is fucking you. You're one of those people, you uh, know. Thank you, man. So like, and 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 not for nothing. I feel like a lot of people like from your side, um, of like the followers and stuff like that mm-hmm. want to listen to what you have to say. So it's cool to like, to like for me to get new listeners. Of course, followers and like they intercede and stuff yeah. like that. And that's why I uh, want to touch on this one quick second. <laughs> Networking is huge, huge okay for man. the photographers huge. out there videographers shy. models if you do brand yeah, you do rappers music, like everything huge. everything so, don't be afraid to hit the dm to just nope. say that you appreciate the podcast or that you want to work or mm-hmm. like like yo like if you want to fucking talk about like bullshit for you know, <laughs> 45 minutes yo I, I, i'll be up here if you want to promote something for 45 minutes let's talk about it you know aka like, Shoot your shot, man. Yeah, aka shoot your shot all life long. You feel me? Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. 500 uh plays. Let's get to a thousand real fast. Yep, let's get to a thousand <laughs> real fast. All right, um, thank you guys for listening. We out. <laughs>